damn, I love the fact we have an intro right at the beginning of the show. Awesome. <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of your favorite geeky podcast. That's right. You are watching the, well, or listening to, if you're listening to us after the fact, the Geek Boutique Podcast for January 26th, 2023. We've got some guests on the show today, but, but you know, first of all, Micah Padre, Mr. Messiah Complex Cosplay, Mr. Jeff, how are you doing in that fantastic mustache? Well, <laughs> there's a, there's been a theme the last maybe month on the podcast where there's been a huge focus on my facial hair. It's just a mustache <laughs> and goatee, guys. Let's, 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 let, there's bigger and better things. There's bigger and better things to talk about on today's podcast. So, <laughs> Well, today we are going to be talking about cosplay, uh, specifically cosplay on a budget. Now, obviously, we've got Mr. Rob the Bad Guy back. Rob doesn't know how to cosplay on a budget. Rob is like a... <laughs> I try. You know, I was going to say, he probably has a budget. Does he yeah. stay within it? Yeah, no. You know, Rob is that guy. Uh, and Canadian comic cutie, the queen of budget cosplays. How are you doing, cutie? I'm doing great. It's nice to be back. It's about damn time. Sorry, can we pull out her throne? I'm, so, I'm so yes. sorry. I had no Please. idea. Her <laughs> queen has returned. You're yeah. uh, before we get started, let's let's do a little bit of housekeeping here. Uh, first of all, if you are watching us here live on YouTube and you haven't already given us a follow or you haven't liked this video yet, what the hell? What are you doing? Give us a like. It's completely free. Same with the follow cost you absolutely nothing and if you click the notification bell it'll always make sure to notify you when we either go live or upload a new video we're gonna have a bunch of videos by the way coming guys in the next little while we are working on more content we wanna you know take ownership of the youtube channel back and, and put some more stuff out for you guys so keep an eye out for that uh if you're listening to us on spotify or podbean or google podcast or whatever platform Thank you very much. Make sure you give us a follow as well. Uh, go check us out on Podbean. Geekboutique.podbean.com. Geek Leave us a message there. Let us know that you're actually listening to us. It is a mouthful. Geekboutique.podbean.com. You know, I'm going to have to re-edit this whole video at the end because, you know, I just cannot do this. There's a bunch of people watching us live on YouTube right now talking and, and saying hi. Uh, guys, Michael is there. Noah's there. Um, I don't know why he switched account back to freakish. Uh, Keith is here. I don't, Rob is in the chat. Guys, watch out. Rob, the bad guy, is in the chat. I'm a uh, keyboard warrior. Uh, keyboard warrior. <laughs> and uh, producer Jen and Mr. Groot in London, Steve Jones, is also in the chat. Mm, we've got an announcement today. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to tell you right away. I'm going to tell you in just a minute, but before I do tell you, and I said this on our pre-show, Technical Difficulties Live on Instagram, thank you so, so much to everybody that's pre-ordered your Strange World badges. The batch is almost ready to go. Uh, you know, any kind of support you guys, you guys give us is always so, so, so appreciated. Uh, and we're having a Star Trek day at Toronto Comic Con. So, I mean, if you don't already have a Star Trek costume, just get one and order a badge. Actually, there's only one badge left, guys, from this batch. Like I said earlier on the pre-show, there is one science badge left. After that, we're done for this batch. Next batch, they're actually going to be resin cast. They won't be 3D printed anymore. Did I get in on this batch? Uh, you did. You got a Section 31 badge. 
Although, you know, yeah, that one's not quite ready yet. No yes. problem. We got time. Yeah, yeah, we got plenty of time still. <laughs> it's not that far away. It's not. It's not that far away, especially when you consider that the big announcement, guys, and I'm sure a lot of people figured this out already. That's right. We're going to spill the beans. We got a booth at Toronto Comic-Con 2023. Geeks and Company will be Yay. back officially with a booth. Uh, we don't have any details yet. We don't know, we know where what, exactly we're going to be. We, we do have is. one. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> as <Easy>. of this <laughs> year, for the first time, I think ever, Toronto Comic-Con is actually going to be held in the North Building. Indeed. So Toronto Comic Con is no longer going to be in the South Building. Well, like I, I don't know about in the future, but this year Toronto Comic Con is in the North Building. So, yeah, I don't know why, but I like the idea because it's right there on Front Street. You know, it's easy access. The hotel is right there. I mean, I think it's a great, great idea. And there's multiple floors. Yeah, uh, in the North Building as well. So they could do a lot there. Uh, it should be a good time. As soon as we know more details as far as where we're going to be, we're going to let you know. All we do know so far is we are getting a 10 by 20 booth like we did at Fan Expo. Freaking Toronto Comic Con! <laughs> we're doing it again. Again. That's what she said. We're back uh, to Toronto Comic Con for the first time. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, with a booth. Yes. True. With a booth. True. True. Uh, I didn't think we were going to get a booth. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of worried that with the show being half the size of the show that they weren't going to have space for, you know, little old us. So I'm really, really, really happy that uh, we got a booth. It'll be exciting to see who else is in that area where we're going to be. Yep. I'm going to let them spill those beans. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, let's see here. A lot of people are saying congrats. Steve's saying congrats. Jordan is on the stream saying congrats. Freakish saying awesome. Uh, oh, Tanith. What's up, Tanith? Uh, so yeah, Victoria. Whoa, that's a twist. Well, I don't know if it's what a, a twist, twist, but it's sure going to be a fun time. Uh, Ed is on. I like the swap, except it's farther from Seamus. <laughs> it is. Now it's like a 20-minute walk from Steam Whistle. What are you uh, going to do? But we'll have to forge cool. new I mean, traditions. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll have to go to the Loose Moose instead because that's literally across the street. So, Chicken and waffles, the dirty bird, Loose Moose. Cannot recommend highly enough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do that like whole me. phrase right there. <laughs> I do like me a dirty bird. Not going to lie. So, <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, sir. Yep. <laughs> So yeah, anyway, so that's the big announcement. Um, so should we also spill some more beans? I mean, I think we've already announced what we were doing for cosplays, right? So we might as well reiterate it while we're at this. Yeah. Friday is obviously Star Trek Day, officially Star Trek Day. Um, we're gonna try to do something. I hope we're gonna be able to do something Star Trek special at the booth on top of us all being in Star Trek gear. Nice. Uh, what's that? Nerds? Yes, much nerds. Uh, Saturday. Going to, can I? The special thing we'll talk about next week because next week will lead right into the special thing that we're talking about. Safe to say, mm. on Friday. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's a good idea, actually. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Saturday is going to be Predators. 
Um, and then Sunday is DC Day. So we're going to have Batman and uh, another potential uh, guest, which reminds me, forgot oh, yeah. to damn the damn video. Hang on, hang on. How about you guys uh, talk up uh, what your plans yeah. are here? So yes. Saturday, oh. they're going to do Predators. We're going to have an audio set up. I'm going to be on the microphone. I'm also going to be cosplaying a guy giving away free hugs. So I'm going to have a free hug sign. And I'm just going to, because, I mean, when they're in their Predators, I'm like a wallflower, basically. So I figure I'll just hand out free hugs while they're doing that. But I'll also be on the stick, getting people to come over to the booth and get pictures of the Predators and all that kind of jazz. And then, yeah, Sunday DC Day again. I know we did Sunday DC Day at Fan Expo, but you all saw how huge that was. So we're asking you to come out again as your DC cosplay on Sunday, make a big, big event like we did at Fan Expo. And, uh, yeah, as soon as we know exactly where we're located, we will let you know and you will have to join us. We're in a 10 by 20 booth again, too, guys. It is going to be a big booth. So yeah, you should size. not have a problem finding us. That's for sure. So we won't yeah, be I... on a corner this time. We will be like in amongst the rabble. So Jeff on the stick. Listen, Michael, you settle down over there, young man. All right. <laughs> you just. Yeah, we don't exactly really know what. Like you're saying, we're going to be in the middle. We're not going to be. In... We don't really know. We could be in the middle, right? Uh, we don't really know what the setup's going to be like. We could just be down an aisle, like we were at London Comic Con, right? Uh, which is totally fine. I mean, hey yeah. guys, I mean, I don't care where we're at. You're we're going to be there. You're fine. You know, <laughs> we're going to be there. You'll be able to find us. So, like I said, uh, Friday is Star Trek Day. Saturday is going to be Geeks and Co. The Geeks and Company. You think you're really smart, don't you? I've got a riddle for you and your watchers, if there are any. Are you ready? What is nice to see on the screen, but more satisfying in your hands? No, Stanley, not boobs. Comic books, which there will be. Plenty of at Toronto Comic Con 2023 in March, and I will see you and you and maybe you and you probably there, unless you're full of lies, lies, lies. Well, that was weird. Wow. Okay. Jesus Christ. Been been fun, guys. Peace. Who wants my spot on the Geeks and Co? Anyways. Anybody, wow. Okay. Looks like the podcast was just taken over by the Riddler. Jesus. Oh, well, yes. Oh. It looks like the Riddler is going to be making appearance. It's vaguely threatening. Whoever that guy is needs some counseling. <laughs> I, I mean, he so. said boobs. So I mean, I yeah, he had me at boobs. No, no, no. I was on board with boobs, and then it was off. Uh, everything was <laughs> downhill from boobs for sure. Got my attention. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So it should be an interesting time, to say the least. Uh, cutie. Yes. Tonight, <laughs> Go ahead and follow that up, cutie. Good luck. Uh, Bye. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're gonna try not to get eaten or, or murdered by you know uh, some psycho riddling killers here. <laughs> uh, let's talk some cosplay, right? I mean, I know we talk a lot about a lot of cosplay on this show because you know we're all fucking cosplayers. So what else do you expect? Right. You like to cosplay on a budget. 
I love to cosplay on a budget. I mean, I feel like that's kind of your thing now. I mean, you've done some bigger cosplays, obviously. Your your uh, hot girl. I mean, that's wicked. That's not a budget cosplay. Uh, well, it was a budget cosplay, but I decided to go past my budget because I didn't want to make wings. They scared me. Well, fair enough. Um, so how do you decide like when you're going to make a cosplay is there a conscious decision of okay this is just something i'm going to put together quick and this is something i want to put way more time in and then do you physically say okay i'm only going to put this kind of money or no money you know in this because it's just for fun or like how do you like how do you go about doing all that like how what's the train of thought in, pretty in much exactly how you broke it down um because i am a content creator and i do cosplay essentially as my job I make a ton of costumes in a year and I have very few comic cons that I actually attend where I am in cosplay. So for me, I don't want to spend a ton of money on a ton of different costumes and not ever wear them. So I will look at it and go, okay, well, I want to do this. It sounds really cool. But if I want to make it from scratch without finding like re reusable materials or things like that, it's going to cost me hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Well, I'm not going to be able to make the 70 to 80 costumes I make in a year if I'm spending a hundred plus per costume. So generally I'll try and like narrow it down. So like even, well, which way that way. So the Krista that's like on my banner, I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to wear her to a convention because it's Krista and barely anybody knows Ferngully. So it's like, I just thought it would be super fun and it went with the theme I was doing that year. So all I did is I went to Value Village and found a um, t-shirt dress and I found a different um, stretch material too and I made it into that costume. So it cost me less than $15 to make because I was like, I'm only going to wear for photos. It has to have the four foot rule. It looks good from a distance, nailed it. And then I can throw it in a bag and move on. So it's really trying to find small items or costumes that you can pull other things from. Makes sense? Yeah, I mean, it does. But you, I mean, let's be honest. You don't go out shopping for all your cosplays. I feel like with the speed at which you put out cosplays, you have to have a lot of that stuff on hand to begin with, whether it's an older cosplayer or or whatnot, right? Like, what is that? Honestly, like I'm really bad at reusing stuff. Past year, I actually did really good with it. Um, usually I don't reuse anything for my costumes to make new costumes. Um, it's very rare for me because I generally sell them after as a whole. So I don't want to piece them apart and then have pieces that I'll never use. Um, so again, like right now, I'm working on Disney villains. That's going to be my goal for myself this year is to create as many fun Disney villains as I want. Well, I don't have the fabric on hand for the first one I want to do, which is Jafar. <laughs> and so I went to uh, Bianca Moore. I don't know. Do you guys have Biancas in Toronto? I don't so it's like so. a liquidation no. place. Um, it smells terrible in there. But it's like I get curtains. So I go and I buy curtains. And like, look at me having stuff prepared. <laughs> Be proud of me. <laughs> um, like I'll, I'll buy a curtain panel. It's $9. So this curtain will make all of the pieces of Jafar that I need. And then for the sleeves, I went and bought a panel that's $5. And so <laughs> the, the clear sleeves of the Jafar, that will make the red, the red cape. And I have a black curtain, the same thing. So everything is very, very low budget because curtains are amazing. Sheets are amazing. Like 
That's and it's how funny because you can usually buy curtains for cheaper than what you would buy fabric, which is these, silly. Well, and that's the thing is these are suede. So it's not even like a low quality fabric. It feels nice on the skin. It's not scratchy or irritated because I have like issues with certain textiles and stuff. So I really have to like look for something that's not going to bug me. But yeah, curtains are amazing. Value Village, go to the curtains and sheets first. Always, always. <laughs> and like the king size one will make a mock-up for a costume and maybe four different costumes for like $3. And then if you want to build it out of something more expensive, you have a pre-made mock-up that costs you near nearly nothing and it fits to you like a glove. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freakish was just saying here, aprons and curtains are amazing resources people don't think of. Thanks for spreading the word. The, the word. I mean, I, I, at least it's not like she's revealing some sort of a secret. And now you won't be able to find curtains in store because everybody's gonna <laughs> rush to buy curtains to you know build costumes. Because let's be honest, there's not enough people watching our show. Well, that. and that's the thing too. But, is like uh, honestly, like the liquidation stores, they're cheaper than Value Village half the time. So you can go buy a brand new curtain for mm -hmm. the same amount you would at Value Village, and they're lined. So essentially, you get two different like pieces of fabric for the price of one. That is a great tip. I'm kind of thinking, why didn't we ever think of that? We've been scouring Valley Villages before looking for that kind of stuff. And that's a simple, uh, that's a great tip. Yeah. Yeah. I, I distinctively remember trying to find black fabric for yeah. my Revan cloak. And yeah. actually it, it wasn't even for my Revan cloak back then. We were, we were trying to do another costume before that. Uh, and uh, it's the cloak I ended up using with my for my Revan. But anyway, we ended up buying curtains, but from Value Village. Mm -hmm. Because that's where we ended up at Value Village. And we're like, oh, it's curtains. Okay, let's get that. We should have just went straight to the store and bought curtains. Yeah, bought curtains. I don't know why yeah. we didn't do that in the first place. That's, yeah. yeah that's... It's the same thing like with um, fake fur. Like uh, any fur accessories on my costumes. There's one. Like the only one that I ever bought like brand new fur was my like Arcanine Growlithe, which is also on my banner. Shocking. Mm -hmm. um, but... Everything else is buying like the um, fake blankets, like the faux fur blankets, things like that, mm. because you get more bang for your buck and you get also a lining plus your actual material. So when I did Beastly from Care Bears last year, it's a blanket and I was able to just make it into the bodysuit and wear it. And it was super cheap versus me going to buy the fake fur to do it. Mm -hmm. Great idea. Hey, uh, Jeff, uh, what's the score? Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> What's the I'm score? I'm trying to figure. I can't share. I can't share the comments over onto the screen like you do. So really? I have permissions that I don't have. But so I, I gave you them. permission. Well, I don't know. It's not. I, what are you? I, like, I can see them in the chat window, but there's no way for me to. Are you dragging? No, that's. I, I wonder I if you're maybe not logged in is the problem. Oh, maybe. I don't know. We'll you're figure it out. Set up as an admin, so you should be able. If you want, like, what are you? Uh, yes, there we go. Yes, full fur jackets are also great. The problem with even full fur jackets is they're getting harder and harder to find. Mm -hmm. It's just not in style, right? So, you know, they're very, very hard to find. And the yeah. real fur jackets, well, people tend to stash them and not sell them just because, you know. Yeah. People are kind of weird about selling real fur these days. So, like, I don't know about you guys in Toronto because, again, I'm in Alberta. But when it comes to, like, thrift stores, Goodwill is way better than Value Village here um, because they do the, like, deals. So, it's, like, red tags are $5 or whatever. Like, they'll switch up mm -hmm. their sales. So, if you go every couple of days, there's a new sale price on, on certain ticketed items. 
So it makes it way cheaper then as well. Sounds like you live near a value village. I live near everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you're talking about reliable cosplay stores. That's one of the points that you had put on our list. Yes, guys, we try to be prepared a little bit for these shows. Um, what kind of stores? Like, I don't, we don't have any reliable cosplay stores. Like, there's one that I know of. Well, no, you guys have Red Moon, don't you? We do have Red Moon Cosplay yeah, Solutions um, right. based here locally in Edmonton. And honestly, they've saved my butt a couple of times when mm -hmm. I can't find home anywhere. I can go and drive and pick it up. Like, I don't have to wait for shipping. I don't have to do anything. Um, they get back to you right away. It's super nice. They'll send you an invoice. You can pay directly through PayPal. Like, really easy and amazing people to work with. Nice. Yeah, we don't really have anything like that around here. We've got no. um, cosplay cosplaysupplies.ca, which are out in, like, Mississauga, like, almost bordering Oakville. Yeah. Which, especially for us on the East End is... is it's just too far to go and drive and pick up some supplies, but you have to make it a road trip, right? And you're going to go out there and you're going to go get this and you're going to get because, uh, yeah, it's just too far. Yeah, because yeah, like for place... thermoplastics, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go. I was going to say for thermoplastics and stuff like that, we don't have a lot of stuff locally. So if you do want to order, I generally order from cosplaysupplies.com um, and it's free shipping on the Warbler, so which makes it even better. And their mm -hmm. price point is fantastic. So I, I order it from there and it comes within like five to six business days. It's really fast as well. So I know you probably, I mean, with the amount of cosplay that you make in a year, you have to have some sort of way, not just to keep track of, of what you're spending, but planning. Mm -hmm. How yeah, you're so gonna... have you guys heard of the app that's, uh, that I use? Let me see. I'm just going to like pull it well, What's here. it called? The cause, it's called Cause Planner. I do Sorry, have what? that app. I never use really? it, but I have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if you hold. Please let me just shut off notifications. How have I not so I ever heard of this? Screen. How have you not heard of it? I'm confused. <laughs> Cause planner. Yeah, so Cause Planner is a great way to actually like get all of your stuff in one spot. You can do budgeting and everything like that. So like this is my last year's cosplay list that I did. All of these have been completed since last year. It's hard to see there. Wow. But. I use it as well i do yeah well. so huh. yeah so it lets so, you break down the the mm -hmm. costume itself so you say what you're going to do and then and then you can list the different items that you're going to be needing for that particular costume you can put it if you're making it if you're buying it you can put what your budget is for it and then you can put a check mark beside it once you've got it done and then it will give you an overall cost that you've spent in total on the entirety of the costume piece by piece by piece mm -hmm. and it will kind of give you that checkbox for each individual piece you're looking to is there a subscription app no no, no. It's, it's free, free. yeah it is free yep it's pretty wild. Yeah. so the other cool thing is is like everything that jeff said is correct um except no uh you can also put in there um the hours that you work on a costume so the people who enter costume contests if they have like um a build book or things like that that they want to keep track of but don't have time to write down notes you can do it all in the app so then when you go to make your build book you can go back you can read through it all you can fill it out online whatever you have to do um you can even put reference pictures you can add everything and anything into that app it is so good yeah i'm gonna download that 
Yeah, yeah Steve was just yeah. saying, uh, you know, it takes him two months to make to make his stilts for his group. I mean, it, it, I never even thought of, I mean, I, I try to somewhat think of how many hours I would spend, for example, building this, but there's no real way for me to actually know how many hours I've actually, but I could if I had logged all those hours in there. Yeah, like I, when I did my Snow White armor um, for Edmonton Expo last year, I wanted to actually keep track of how long it took me because I get asked, like, I do a lot of fast cosplays, but how long do I actually put working on like a bigger build? And so I did, I was like shin pieces and I put it in and then I put the progress photos as I was going. Like I was really able to keep track of everything and keep myself on budget because you can put like how much you want on materials, how much you want on like thermoplastics, accessories, notions, like all of those things in there. So it's, it's really worth it and it's free. It's like a cosplayer's dream. The only suggestion I have when you do this is don't overwhelm yourself because you can throw in every single cosplay you ever want to do in a lifetime in that app, but it's overwhelming because you'll mm -hmm. see all of these cosplays that are like not complete and you get discouraged. So for myself, I only actually add in five cosplays at a time. And as I'm done one, I add another one. So I always have five in there that I'm working on mm -hmm. or want to do just so then I don't get overwhelmed. But I mean, you, I'm, I'm sure with the speed at which you put cosplays out, you probably work on more than five cosplays at a time. Honestly, I have like, I get hyper fixated on stuff. <laughs> so <No>. generally, <laughs> nobody would know that. Um, generally, I try to finish like one, but if I get frustrated, then I'll move on to something else. But I find if I try and take on too much at once, I'll never complete anything. And mm. I've learned that really like early on in my mm -hmm. whole like, job was i was like i have like 36 in the closet and i haven't completed one this year like and it was like simple things to finish so it was just silly not to but i was more excited about a new project so again i try only adding five finish one add another one go from there because especially for you let's be honest i mean cosplay has become a business for you right i mean cosplay yes. is your content for what you make a living out of absolutely uh, yeah. So, you know, this, I'm assuming this app lets you not only track what you're building and all that stuff, but, you know, financially you have a good idea of, well, I'm, I'm making this kind of money, but and this is how much I've actually spent to make this kind of money, right? Like you're, Absolutely. you're able to do those things now. Absolutely. And like I said, with doing things like the curtains and things like that, if I budget, say, like $30, $40 for one cosplay and realize I only spent seven, then I'm able to put that budget into a bigger build, one that I've wanted to build, but don't have or don't think I can afford because I want to do all these other ones in the year. So it's nice to be able to see that I can spend less and still make a good cosplay and move that budget onto something bigger. How do you how do you end up picking? You've done... I don't I think we've asked you once how many you've done and I, I don't even know if you can even count at this point. So I mean I if I took all the fan if I took every single cosplay I've ever wanted to do and every fandom I've ever watched, I would have run out ages ago based on the pace that you're doing. So how do you pick because for me there's gotta be some level of a personal connection or whatever. How in the hell what? Honestly, it's the same thing. I went through a stage where I watched My Hero Academia um, and I cosplayed six of the characters in that year because I really liked the anime. Then there's some where I'm like, you know what? This just came out, a new movie happened, a new appearance in a comic, something like that, which are ones that I don't put a lot of time into because I know I'm just doing it to kind of stay with the trends. 
Um, so I kind of pick it that way as well, but a lot of mine are based on passion. Like it's, you know, the drive to try something new, to push my skill level, to see if I can create like my childhood cartoons in like one shot. Um, I love mashups. Mashups have always been something that I love because it's some, it's a character I really, really like done in a different form. So it gives you the variety to kind of be like, okay, well, everybody knows my comfort characters are Snow White and Wonder Woman. Google Snow White mashups, you're going to get like 30,000 things. And so it's nice to look at those and be like, okay, well, that's a really cool idea. I'm going to do that because I love this character so much that I know I have supplies at home that are in her basic color range. I can probably make this happen for really cheap. Yeah, no, that's fair. Because you, you would have to with the amount of, you really don't have a choice but to cosplay on a budget, even though this is your, this is your living. But with the amount of costumes, do you know for 2022 how many total costumes you ended up making? I did a rough estimate before this, and I ended up with 165. Get the fuck <laughs> off of my screen. <laughs> and that's maybe almost, okay, that's almost one every other day. Like, that oh, my ridiculous. God. So this is, oh you did 160. I, if someone sat me down with a gun to my head and a book and said, list 167 characters you want to cosplay, I wouldn't get halfway down that list before I'd be like, I don't know anybody else, man. I've run out. <laughs> So you really must have to keep a really broad range of fandoms, uh -huh. especially when you're saying when you're getting into some of the more trendy stuff that maybe you're not super passionate about, but you're trying to keep up with the trends. You have to, be, I, and I know there's a, such a huge amount of anime out there that that probably helps. There we go. And body Sharing things. some pictures, by the way, of, of some <laughs> yeah. of Cutie's cosplays on the screen now while we're talking. Yeah, uh, I find that... Um, you guys also have to remember, like I've said this before on here, that I do like my 13 days of Halloween, my 12 days of Christmas. I do clusters of costumes too. So a lot of times, like that's not even including my regular content for that month. That's just for those seasonal things. So it does add up really quick. <laughs> yeah, I love how you're trying to explain it. Like we would all, all of a sudden be on board, like 165 is a reasonable number. Oh, yeah, yeah, because she does the 12 here and the 13 there. And that's not even counting these ones. Totally makes here. sense. That, that is totally it manageable easier, yeah. to do a costume yeah. every other day. Are you this out of your the fucking app. mind? This is the app, that's all. Three, essentially, yeah, you're about three costumes a week, nonstop, <laughs> for the entire year. That is the most ridiculous. I mean, it is it is what you're doing for a living, right? Like you do not have a full time gig on top of this. This is your full time gig, right? Yes, but you also have to remember that you guys like your definition of what my cosplays are are not necessarily the definition that I always use too. Because I lump in my like boudoir shoots and I lump in those things too that are character based. So those are in my opinion, still cosplay because it's like the battle of like the is sexy cosplay cosplay. Yes, I'm cosplaying as the character, but in a lingerie outfit or a burlesque number or something like that. It's still cosplay. So not all of them are actual costumes. There is the boudoir aspect as well. No, but you're modifying the boudoir stuff so that you're still co cosplaying a character, correct? You're yes. not just wearing a bra and panties and, and I'm calling this a cosplay. Like there no. is still like a theme I always have something. Doing. Yeah, That's what I mean. for sure. So there's still a level of, it's still 165, which I mean, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. of and of course, sexy cosplay is cosplay. I've always said cosplay is for everyone and anything is cosplay as long as you're not hurting anybody. It doesn't matter how you're doing. It. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah, 
Yeah. Which is why I sum it into that. Like if I would have divided the boudoir versus just like actual costumes, the number would be less. I mean, it'd still add up to the total, but it still would be No, less. but the boudoir has <laughs> got to be like an important aspect to your cosplay Absolutely. too, as far as driving numbers, as far as driving income sources. That's the the boudoir side of it has to be driving a lot of that. So of course you would focus on that. Why wouldn't you? Absolutely. But you're still mixing up the content and putting out a bunch of cool costumes too, like this one of that nerd that you're getting a picture with by the train tracks there. Right. That is, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a fun, that was a fun little shoot. Yeah, that we've got was... uh Living the Dream cosplay here saying, Hey everyone, sorry I'm late, and then follows it up with group cosplans. I mean, I'm totally up for group cosplan. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought we had already agreed that we're doing a group cosplan without spoiling beans, but you know, hey, that's See, just me. I adore her so, so much. We did amazing group uh, in Calgary with Hercules, and I did two versions of Phil because I wasn't going to cosplay something normal. We got we to gotta push the limits here. So I did Phil, and for the expo, I had, like, the goatee, and I had, like, it was more femme, but I did the full photo shoot with the bald cap and, like, the 5 o'clock shadow type thing because. <laughs> yeah. Cause why not? Why wouldn't you? Right? Uh, uh, producer Jen says sexy xenomorph. Yes. I mean, <laughs> great idea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, let's so when are you coming to Ontario again there, cutie? Uh, I'm hoping to come for fan expo. It's in the works right now. Um, I don't want to say guaranteed as of yet, but within the next like month, I should have confirmation if I'm actually going or not. Nice. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of pictures here of uh, you two. Uh, we had a little shoot. At, young uh, bucks together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, look at that. More <laughs> of you two. <laughs> crazy. This was at Fan Expo, actually, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, Swedish Chef and Dallas Corbin. Corbin. See, Dallas. and like that's the thing the too. Corbin Dallas. Like, sorry. Those are fun costumes. All it is is a chef's hat, an apron, and a mustache and a bow tie. Like, and it was not... the best. It's yeah, it so good. Amazing. Yeah. Right? Like, not everything has to be over the top. And I think that's a lot of the, you know, issues around cosplay, too, is that I understand people wanting to be screen accurate, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But there's also the ability to put it in your own twist and do it your way and mm -hmm. make it yours. And it's still cosplay. So I love doing things like that, like the Swedish Chef, like the freaking Power Girl. Nobody's ever done Power Girl in a pride theme. <laughs> And, and pose with a really old uh, Spider-Man. Right? Oh, hey, there you go. That's working. Oh, that's so, it. boy. Look at that ugly mug. I love Holy it. Cow. I got to talk about me like that. Yeah, it's just I wasn't talking I'll about you. I was talking about Jesus that uh, oh, weirdo oh. behind you. Alfred Molina <laughs> behind you there. <laughs> so good. Now, this, for me, this this is probably, not probably, it is the favorite cosplay that you've put together for me. Uh, now, team. I want to talk about this piece for a little bit because... I, I like how you use a lot of different mediums for this. I mean, I know for a fact you've got an actual corset there. I know for a fact you had a lot of warbler. You also had a lot of foam, if I remember correctly, when you I built do. this. I think a lot of it was built out of foam. And if I remember correctly, your mace was all handmade out of, was it paper mache? So the mace is actually um, one of the funniest things I've ever done in my life and probably the one of the most annoying things I've ever done in my life because I wanted a certain size for the ball, but everywhere I went, I couldn't find one because I'm short. 
So I didn't want something that was so overpowering and like cartoony and I didn't want something so small. So the size I wanted was not available anywhere. So I took one of those styrofoam mannequin heads mm -hmm. and I <laughs> shaved it down into being a ball. <laughs> that's, that's pretty genius. No, it was the most annoying thing I've ever done in my life. But it turned out so good, and I'm so proud of that. And even the handle on that is just from a wrapping paper tube with craft foam glued on it. Like, it's very light. It's not heavy. It's not awkward. It's so good. I'm proud of myself. Yeah, it, it really is amazing. I got to say, that's, that's to me, that's budget prop making there. I mean, that's genius. Mm -hmm. uh, and the fact ahead. that you were able to get that mace to be so round, you carved that and it's that round blows my mind i i can't do anything round that's i can't do anything straight so i mean it's fine but <laughs> <laughs> at the same time like i have videos time lapse videos of me sitting there shaving it and luckily i had like one of those hot knife um kits so it's like a foam cutting kit and it had like one that i was able to like carve not as a knife but it's like a y i don't know what it's called but it looks like a y and it has the wire through it so it's easier to shave and so as i was doing it i actually have cake pans which i use for like um chest cups boob cups for all my chest plates that fit perfectly so i would like carve a bit shove it in there and see if it was round so that's how i kept it being so round was using mm. cake pans as my like go-to does it fit properly is it wiggly you have what round cake pans i like, do like i got big old titties yeah i got big old titties and i need something to like push the warbler over so i was like these fit hmm. interesting um no the... no no let's explore this uh train of uh dialogue and thought a little bit <laughs> okay further sure here. go ahead no, i'll let no, you go no go no, no, no. Just, <laughs> take it away the boobies it's the boobies uh, yeah. boobies yeah, yeah. that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> um the, the the chess piece um that's mostly warbler right yes so fun fact i suck at making chess pieces it is one of my biggest like issues that I seem to have, but I refuse to let them defeat me. And I actually got this pattern from Evil Ted. Mm -hmm. And I was panicking because every other pattern that I've got has never fit me correctly. I always have to modify it and it's frustrating. Mm -hmm. um, that pattern fit me like a freaking glove. So you I don't made have anybody it... that can tape you up and pattern you up. <laughs> no, I don't nobody no. who cosplays like I do here. So it's mm. just like, <laughs> but for that, I made it out of the super thin, like two millimeter foam as a mock-up. Yep. Cause I was like, I don't want to waste expensive foam. I don't want to do like anything extra if I don't have to. And it fit so good and now i was like i don't want to make another mock-up how do i cover this with warbler so it was a little bit of a challenge but it worked out so nice like i am so proud of that piece like it's so clean it's really nice all those scales on the front are hand cut individually placed like it's a lot of work <laughs> i it came out amazing it really did your 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 uh bracers are also warbler right Yes, I tried yeah. making the majority out of it of it out of Warbler because I did want to travel with it. Um, mm -hmm. I I'm like this has to last, and I'm not easy on my costumes. I'm a klutz, and I will spack into everything and anybody. So I was like, it has to survive me. So I definitely work a lot with thermoplastics on my bigger builds to kind of keep them sturdy and and in shape. Maybe so I should point out for the people that are listening to us on on a podcast platform here that. We are talking about cutie's hot girl uh and uh if you want to see her hot girl go to her instagram it's amazing uh by far my favorite cosplay and sorry rob i did not mean to cut you off there, but 
No problem. I was just gonna say I've never actually worked with Warbla. Um, how does how do you get started in that? What how does how does how does using Warbla work? Real quick. So there is a couple different thermoplastics. Warbla is not my usual go-to. However, I can't get the other stuff anymore, so I've had to go back to Warbla. Um, you Warbla usually use styrene. Um, what's it called? Um, cosplay flex. There we go. So it's like a okay. mixture of Warbla. Um and another thermoplastic it's a little bit smoother less like finishing and i i have said many times i suck at patience and finishing so i'm like if i can cut that corner i'm going to um but so for warbla it's essentially activated by heat so the more you heat it up the more malleable it's going to be um it gets very hot and you can burn yourself quite easily so heads up and be careful but it holds its shape really, really well. So once it's formed, you can reform it if you have to, but it's gonna hold that shape. So that breastplate right now is in my closet exactly like that. <laughs> There's no moving, no shifting, no nothing. You wow. heat it, you shape cool. it, and it stays in, in its own shape. And mm -hmm. I believe the advantage of Warbler is when it's hot, it'll also stick to itself, right? Absolutely, which makes so it if you so layer much it, easier. You don't need glues or anything. You just get it hot, lay it down, and it'll stick mm -hmm. to each to itself. So and each one of those scales, are they all cut out of Warbler? Wow. They are. <laughs> Pro tip for uh, any burgeoning Warbler cosplayers, by the way, because it is so rigid, there is zero flexibility in your Warbler anything. So yeah. my comedian armor is Warbler and it's a touch too wide. So like mm -hmm. I literally can't even bring my arms across each other because there's zero flexibility, zero movement, especially mm -hmm. if you're looking for something like this or something that's gonna cover you front and back, unless you get the fit perfect, there's no movement inside of it. There's no shaping and forming to your body over time. It's a, a statue on you. So you've really got to make sure that when you're working with it, if you're working with it on this scale, make sure all your measurements are right. Deck, double deck, triple check, because once it's on, man, it's easy well, to work with, but it can be hard to wear. That's all I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, so right. the cool thing about it is like what I do for even like that breastplate, once it was covered, I heat it up to the temperature that I can handle, put like a shirt like this on where it's buttoned all the way up, put it on me and hold it there until it's cold or I get somebody or I plug my like um hair dryer in and I use cold air over top of it I hold it in this in the shapes that I need it to be in so that way it doesn't have that issue um fun fact uh Edmonton Expo I try I tried this on literally the day before I wore it because I was so scared that it was gonna break so I tried it on for the very first time head to toe the day before the expo and realized my shoulders were off and it's already painted, it's already sealed, and I'm panicking because I have to heat it up. So the nice thing is, is even though it's already in that condition, if you go from the back side of your armor and you heat it up slowly and just watch, you can reform it and reshape it. So it essentially can be fixed if it is messed up and completely finished. You can still have a mild window of opportunity to fix a mistake. Interesting. Well, it's like five years old now, so I think we're, we're probably going past that window at this point, but it's fine. We suffer for the art. It's fine. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I do want to know about those wings, though, because I think you, you were saying you didn't want to make the wings, so, did, so you bought them? I did. Actually, I found a seller on Etsy, um, and they were not really expensive honestly for what they are because i am short i'm five two they stand above my head and they drag on the ground so i'm in heels oh. in this and it's touching the ground like just touching the ground so um they are about 350 with shipping they weren't terrible 
Um, they've went up in price mm -hmm. now that the wings have been a fad and a phase and all those other things. But mm -hmm. um, they took forever to come, which is the only downside of it. But it kind of gave me that like, oh, see, I don't have to rush to complete this costume. I can slow down and do it properly because I don't have the main accessory. So for these, they're backpack straps. So they come over my shoulders and they clip under my armpits and I can get them mm -hmm. on and off myself. They're lightweight. I can fold them up and manipulate them and toss them in a trunk. Like, hands down, I could not have done that. <laughs> could Was not. this like a local seller or? No, that's why it took so long. So these actually came from the Ukraine. Oh, wow. So, yeah. No, don't order them now. That that might be <laughs> yeah. of its own. So. Yeah. Too soon, yeah. too soon. Too soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too soon, too now. It's right now. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they were amazing. The sellers were super nice. They kept you up to date on everything, all of the shipping. Like, see how long they are? <laughs> yeah, they're like literally touching the ground. And I'm in heels. So I'm in about probably a three to four inch wedge heel. And they are touching the ground. A this wing project is amazing. I, I want to do. Amazing, so yeah. I, might, I might have to look into this as far as Etsy goes. But yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, honestly, guys, this is like one of my proudest cosplays I've ever done in all of the cosplays that I've done. And I have done a lot. But this one is guaranteed the one that I probably will not stop talking about. <laughs> mm -hmm. You need to bring this to Fan Expo if you're coming to Fan Expo. Fun fact, I actually have the wings laying down because they hang on my curtain rod in my living room so that they're yeah. off the floor and out of the way. And I had my suitcase emptied from a photo shoot and I was looking at them going, will they fit? DC day, DC day at Fed Expo. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah. if they can fit, I will bring this costume. Excellent, awesome. Hey, if you're bringing that costume, you can hang out at the Geeks of Co booth oh, all day long. Everybody will want to take pictures with you. <laughs> She's like, do you think you're when I bring it on, I'm not going to be hanging out there? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I've lost where we were in the questions, but we're still looking at some different cosplays so here. this is the other thing too is like um like the phoenix that you just showed those are store-bought so not all my costumes do i make some of them are store-bought so it also helps with doing as many costumes as i do in a year um and there's nothing wrong with that like i don't care i'm like i want to do the phoenix i know it's going to cost me more than it is to buy it i'm just going to buy it <laughs> hell yeah mm -hmm. yep i mean yep. that's I... my attitude for all my costumes jeff's yeah. all about that absolutely yeah. about buying I, um, hey, I got more time than money. I got more money than time. Sorry. Yeah. I got more money than time. I can yeah. go get more money. Once the time's gone, the time's gone. I can't get that back. Mm -hmm. And uh, and unfortunately, yeah, I, I, I'm not in a position, nor will I be in a position where I can do this full time as a gig. So this has to be a little side gig for me. So while I'm working full time and busting my ass, might as well use that money for for absolutely this yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah and i try to commission people too i get local people and and people in the in the cosplay community to to make stuff for me all the time too so it still feels like it's it's a it's a handmade now having said that i still i'm waiting on a cowl a new batman cowl coming from the uk right now it's it should be shipping any day now i got some new star trek stuff so yeah i mean we we've had the buying versus making debate a million times we're not yeah, gonna yeah. have it here again no today. we don't um, but yeah, like it's, it's it's good to know that like this is like if you're on the fence about whether or not it's it's cool to buy, uh, you've got a professional cosplayer telling you it's it's okay to buy your shit. So absolutely, it's, totally cool to buy. it's okay to buy your shit. Yeah, mm -hmm. like I don't sew, right? So when I was doing a Star Trek Changing World cosplay, I wasn't about to go make one or have somebody make one for me, right? So I just ordered. Yeah, it. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, it's. Uh, it always makes me giggle when people are like, oh my God, that looks so great. I'm like, yeah, I got it from this site. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, all you have to do is just do your research, look, mm -hmm. watch for the deals and the sales because there's so many like Black Friday sales, things like that. You get cosplay for super cheap. So mm -hmm. if you're really set on a character, check those websites, watch their sales. You'll get it for a decent price and they're usually really good quality. Yeah, I uh, I was very surprised, actually. It's funny you say that. I was very surprised when I saw my Strange New World outfit show up. And the quality that it was and how nice it looked. I was like, oh, wow. Like, this, what? <laughs> A store-bought cosplay that was this cheap? It's this, this nice? What's, so, yeah. What site again was that? Cosplaysupplies.com? No, I ordered oh. that one from Kazicon. Uh, Kazicon.cosplay.com mm -hmm. uh, or something like that. Uh, I think Jeff is the one that put me onto this website. Yeah, yeah Miss Chantel had uh, forwarded that to me, and then I forwarded that to you in around yeah. a year ago for sure. Uh, yeah. So I, I was very impressed, and and the stuff that they have on their site is unbelievable. Like the amount of of stuff that I don't even know what it is. Like the amount <laughs> of anime stuff that I have no clue about is ridiculous. <laughs> like if you're into cosplays and you don't have the time to start making stuff, just yeah, if you can buy it, buy it. Like it doesn't matter. As long as you're having fun with it, that's really all that matters. It doesn't Absolutely. have to be a business that Cutie has, you know. You know, even if you just want to dress up and go have fun at the cons, just do it. The As only least. ones, the only ones that will judge you are other cosplayers. No fan yeah. of any genre 100%. will ever. They won't even yeah. know if it's made or if it's store bought. They just love what you're doing. They Absolutely. Can do any shit. So, so yeah. this is super funny. You want to talk about low budget cosplay? This costume is made out of an old bra, two millimeter foam with googly eyes for the rivets and stuff on all of the armor. Hey and man, googly eyes make good rivets, so don't. You I, have no idea. I, I do have some idea, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. My favorite is the fact that I can go like this and it's just like it just shakes. It's so sorry. Fun. How do you, what, how do you do it? What, do, what is it you do? All right, thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> You're Go welcome. Yep. Um, but yeah, so like that whole costume was like it cost me nothing, and then the most expensive was the body paint, and then the leku I actually made myself as well, and I just bought a. Where'd you make them out of? Uh, I went on Etsy and I got the pattern. They have like three different ones. The one that I found was using like stretch fabric and um, this like really thin foam. Um, Stuff you can get for like oven mitts and stuff like that. So it worked out really good. The most, awesome. annoying, the most annoying part was I was really not on top of my game and I like made it and then I was like, I have to paint it. <laughs> and so I ended up having to put the patterns on the Leku as it was already sewn together versus laying it out flat and painting it and then putting oh, it together. Oh, you painted the pattern on. Oh boy. And you had to do that after the fact. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so and it's not very heavy um it's really light and it's all elastic and stretchy so it's perfect and then at the tips of it i just threw in some rice just to kind of weigh it down so it laid mm -hmm. perfectly on my back but yeah this whole thing is all just scrap foam pieces and a piece of loincloth and underwear that i was like we can't show my butt because it says like punish me or something on it, it was so stupid uh, <laughs> of course it does I was like, I show up in these like black underwear. I was like, yeah, they're like, you know, they're fully black. And then she's like, no, they're not. I'm like, oh, damn it. So... We're not here to king shame, cutie. It's fine. I'm not ashamed. I was just yeah, like, I felt bad for her because I was like, at least I have a loincloth, right? And she's like, not on the back. And I was like, oh, dear. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> 
and this one the shredder is amazing yeah i love the shredder yeah so this is my first time ever working with warbler i was massively like panicking over it but those shoulder pads are made out of knee pads from Dollarama. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah. It's funny yeah, you say that because I hadn't noticed until just a, a second ago I realized what they were just before you said that. Yeah, because I was like, how am I going to do shoulder pads? I didn't know how to form things properly. I had never really worked with the material. I wanted something that was going to be, you know, easy. And so, yeah, they're just shoulder pads. And then that helmet is hot garbage. I'm so glad I'm better at helmets. But again, it was pre-patterned on a mannequin head and it's two millimeter foam. So it's like the tiniest thing. It's sweaty as all hell, but it just like slid on and off my fat head. So I was like, here we go. <laughs> that this was my most expensive well. cosplay. <laughs> So let's let's tell everybody who's listening maybe what this is and what the inspiration was behind this. Okay, so because I do my 13 looks for um, Halloween, I love Nightmare Before Christmas. But like I said, my comfort character is Snow White or Wonder Woman. And I was like, let's make Snow White into Sally. And so I had bought this fabric throughout the year. So I had started this journey like in January, trying to find this fabric to make it. So finding apple fabric, finding snow white fabric, finding different yellows and everything to make a pack patchwork dress. So each one of those is individually cut and sewn on. <laughs> and it was probably one of the hardest cosplays that I've done for a Halloween project ever. And it was expensive because all of those fabrics I had to buy. I couldn't thrift. So it was pretty expensive. Do you remember how many different like types, different patterns of fabric I, that you've used? I believe on the skirt there was eight, but I only used like six because some of them were too close to the other material once I lined them all up because I didn't take pictures with me when I went and bought fabric. I just seen something yellow and was like, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. um, and then the bodice is two different fabrics. And then the cape is two different fabrics. But the cape is actually um, a double-sided curtain that's, like, really fancy and, like, crazy. So I was able to, like, use that. So it's two different patterns on the, on the cape as well. Oh, and then the cool. wig. Did you notice the wig? It's 100% made out of yarn. <laughs> Is it really a hundred percent made out of yarn? And that has been a feat. I cannot believe I did that. <laughs> this was just last year, wasn't it? Yeah. So you still have this whole outfit. I absolutely do. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, back to your Swedish chef. I know a lot of people were saying in the uh, comments here, um, but they actually, let's see here. Here we go. Ali was saying she loves your Swedish chef cutie cosplay or cosplay Thank cutie. you. Yeah, that one was fun. It was a spur of the moment. I had this really crazy idea to make this big batch of macaroni and to be a Swedish chef in it because why not? Because that's what you do. I love the Muppets. I love the Muppets. And I was like, why have I not cosplayed a bunch of different Muppets? Like, that just seems like something I should do. And Lord knows, instead of going with like Miss Piggy off the hop, I go with the Swedish chef. So. Bruce Jen says she remembers uh, you showing the uh, yarn wig progress on IG. You, I mean, you said you made a big batch of macaroni, but I mean, you actually made the macaroni. You just didn't pour like raw macaroni in there. No. So <laughs> it's like 40 pounds of cooked noodles. 
Um, I didn't add cheese or milk or anything. It's just noodles. And then I used food coloring to color it. So it looked like macaroni and cheese. Um, cause I didn't want to have that smell. I probably would still be grossed out today. Um, so yeah, I sat in my kitchen and I started cooking, I think nine o'clock at night. And I finished at like two in the morning, the night before the shoot, making all of this macaroni. <laughs> Yeah. The choices we, we make for the art. <laughs> suffer for the art. Correct. <laughs> Another and thing now you I can want get a mac and cheese. On. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of macaroni. That's a lot of macaroni. Yeah. So um, when it comes to the macaroni, if you want to see like the full breakdown of like setting up this whole thing, I do have a TikTok where it shows you exactly how much macaroni, exactly how many buckets it was to fill that kiddie pool. Like everything is on there. It's it's a video. And same with the yarn wig. I have one on there as well, showing a time lapse of me making this freaking wig. Uh, Tanith is asking yeah. you how much you spent on macaroni. <laughs> Probably so... more than she spent on the costume, I'm willing to bet. <laughs> yeah. Cosplay on a budget, except when it comes to buying macaroni, then I'm dropping fucking boop, 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 yeah. boop. price match. So the really cool thing about projects like these is I have such a good support system and good following that I generally do things like Ko-Fi donations. So what it is, is you can donate to the cause. I'll be like, hey, I want to do this really messed up shoot. If you donate a certain amount, you'll get a free digital print at the end of it. If you donate even more, you'll get like there's a reward system for helping me actually bring some of these silly things to life because it is expensive. Like I went and bought three cases of like restaurant size macaroni and I think it ended up like 98 bucks just for macaroni for a half an hour shoot just to get rid of the next day. Like it's that a you're lot. Just going to throw <laughs> out, right? You're just going to throw in the garbage. The entire nation of Italy just started weeping uncontrollably. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I do things like that. And it's really nice because I do have a lot of people who want to see me bring these silly things to life. Um, and then they get amazing rewards for it. So. Hell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alrighty. This is probably my second favorite cosplay of yours. Do you know who uh, it is? I have no idea who that is. Okay. Uh, same. Samesies. It must Ooh. be an anime thing. From how to not an anime thing? dragon? No, okay. Mm. So this is Vipra from Power Rangers. Uh well that's oh, before yeah. that's after and my time. That's, that's after our time. We're old. Yeah. We're so old I got <laughs> I got invited as a guest to um Ranger Station in Philly and I wanted to bring a fun villain because I love me some Power Rangers but I love me some villains more. I think their costumes are crazy. So this is 100% made out of foam. Um the wings I bought again I can't take credit for them because I wanted something sturdy to travel. Uh, the only piece on there out of Warbla is the headpiece so that it wouldn't break during transit, but everything else is made out of foam. The leggings are from Value Village and the top as well. Yeah, yeah. I I love this. I mean, I'm a sucker for wing cosplays, but right. I, this one, I don't know. I, I'm an armor guy, so I make cosplay armor. So this is this is amazing to me. Uh, producer Jen again is saying you need to do a cocker spaniel with spaghetti lady in the tramp style next. Yes. Food for thought. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It'll Noah's happen. saying foam represent. I mean, yeah. I we're all foam lovers here. 
I am not. So when any, oh, really? <laughs> I struggle with foam, but again, it's something that I refuse to let defeat me. So I always try like, and if it doesn't work, I cover it with Warbler and make it the way I know how. So even with these, like the boob cups, they're held on with Velcro. So I could just like peel mm -hmm. them off and they're individually like free floating. Um, yeah. But to get them to form, that's what my cake pan's for. That literally is my cake pan is able to heat the foam up and just Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it makes the the perfect shape but i do struggle with foam a lot so i'm i'm happy when something like this comes to life and it's like really in my opinion well done for the amount of struggle that it gives me you would never be able to tell that you have a problem in a struggle with foam because your <laughs> foam work is just as good as anybody else's as far as i'm concerned <laughs> well thank you <laughs> definitely uh let me go back to my uh notes here um actually you know what i i i want to find out a little bit because we've been on now for an hour and, and i want to find out a little bit about how do you take how do you go from i'm making a costume to this is a piece of content that i'm publishing on tiktok or on instagram or like, is there a, a thought process of, I mean, I, there has to be a thought process of when I'm doing something, this is the end result that I'm looking for. This is what I want to do with it. What does that look like? That, that rainbow of thoughts. Well, for me, like I said, this is what I do basically full time. So everything I do has to be seen somewhere. 90% of the time it's mainly on Instagram. Um, but I have to make sure if I'm doing things like TikTok, it's things that I can move in or things that, you know, are going to fall off of me because there are some costumes where I'm like, I can only stand like this and that's it. So it's really what I want to on which platform is going to do better. TikTok doesn't like all of my stuff all the time. So I generally focus more on Instagram based um, and then the boudoir and things like that, too. Like I can't post all of that on TikTok or any other platform without getting a little bit of chaos. So mm -hmm. I generally will focus more on Instagram. So a lot of my stuff is generally mindset is it's going to be posted, make it worth it. If it can only be shot from one angle, I, I've had many a costume where it's just a front. Don't turn me around. Don't do it. So even like my 12 days of Christmas, I did a Christmas tree dress and it's made out of garland. And the back is not there. So it's all front pictures. And mm. I'm like, you know what? That's as the perfect example it... of a costume that's made specifically for that specifically. one shot that you're Absolutely. looking for, for that post on Instagram. So you, you, I'm sure you do a lot of that. You have to for the amount of um, Some of them, yes. It's mainly like the ones that are like my, my cluster days. So like the 13 days of Halloween or the 12 mm -hmm. days of Christmas, it's generally based on just for the image. Because if you notice, I share one a day. Whereas right. normally on my feed, I share a couple of photos of each of the costumes throughout a couple of days. So when it's my cluster days, as long as I get three good images, I'm good. So my Jack Skellington that I did, I'm wearing a Santa suit, my head's tucked under, and I have a balloon stuck in my hair as his hat as his head out of my like coat. So I look taller and have like this skinny, mm -hmm. scrawny neck. Like these don't have to be perfect because they're just for posting. Right. Um, Noah kind of has a perfect follow-up question to what I was just asking is, is content value the first thing you think of, or does I want to make this specific character or prop what comes first or, or maybe a mix of them? 
Honestly, what comes first is what I want to do. Uh, nobody asked for the Swedish chef, but you're welcome. Um, I do a lot of things where I'm just like, you know what? I think people expect me to do crazy from now on. They don't expect me to do normal. So I do what I love first and I'm going to post it regardless of what anybody has to say about it or if they think it's not acceptable or I shouldn't be doing it or I should up my game or any of those things. That doesn't matter. I've based my whole existence on me not around everybody else and so that's the way i live my life that's the way i do everything if you've met me you know me that's it's about me thank you for loving my stuff and i appreciate every single person who does but i'm doing it because i love it yeah i think that's a good motto yeah i think that's a good motto and it definitely shows and i mean i think i think it's what everybody should live by right like it's great to want to do things because you want it to get popular but at the end of the day you need to be able to do what you like to do. Well, uh, I have a perfect example, actually. So um, like I seen in the in the chat, somebody asked if I ever get requests. I do get requests. And the way I address that is I'll add anything to my wish list. You want me to do something? Help me do it. I'm not going to do it if I don't want to do it. If you want to see me do it, help me make it happen. And I've had people who've done it and I'm like, do I have to? Jeff, not an open door policy. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I have several requests. <laughs> Starting with Barbarella and ending with Barbarella. Yes. Kofi.com. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's a good, actually, that's a good time to maybe go that way because, you know, we've been on for over an hour, so it's time to shut her down. Cutie, where can people find you? Where can they donate? What the, list out your socials? This is the time and place. So I generally try to keep it as simple as possible. Canadian Comic Cutie, if you Google me, I'm sorry. First thing I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> I also have my Instagrams. My main platform is where everybody reaches out to me. I do answer my DMs. It may not be right away, but I do always answer my DMs. Uh, you can find me on Ko-Fi where you can help support my new creations. You can also become a member where you get to see behind the scenes of every build that I do, the um, behind the scenes of the photo shoots, things like that, that I don't really post publicly. So you kind of get an insight of just cosplay. Um, you can find me on Twitter. You can find me... Just Google me. <laughs> Canadian Comic Cutie everywhere. Absolutely. Everywhere. Well, thanks for coming back. It's always amazing thanks to have you on. Uh, we're going to definitely have you on some more. You know we will. Uh, Mr. Rob, the bad guy. Um, thanks for providing some entertainment tonight. Uh, <laughs> people were a little shocked earlier, but that's okay, because that's I'm, what we do. I'm glad uh, somebody got a laugh out of it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh why don't you let everybody know where to find you me even though I it's am, right on screen yeah mostly <laughs> just on instagram and you can find me at rob the bad guy well and on youtube at geeks and company oh yeah yeah i also do this thing occasionally with the geeks and company and you can find us on youtube pretty easily <laughs> yes 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 uh, uh at geeks and co on youtube mr jeff yeah, you guys already know Masai Accomplished Cosplay across all social media. I, too, am about to start contributing to the Geeks & Company uh, YouTube channel. So you're going to get some uh, grumpy old geek uh, action coming coming at your way soon, sooner rather than later. I, I got some thoughts and feelings and some geek stuff. Uh, yeah, a couple of events uh, coming up as far as uh, we've already talked about March Toronto Comic Con. We've got that. Uh, Want to do a big shout out. Uh, April 29th is CK Expo. And uh, you heard, well, you probably didn't hear it here first if you're following CK Expo, but I managed to put them and Matthew Taylor together. And now Matt Taylor is going to be a special guest at CK Expo. So 
Very cool. Oh, wait, is that official now? That is official now. So I could, okay, because when last time I spoke to Matt, he didn't want me to talk about it yet because it wasn't official yet. They just, the CKX would just announced it on their Perfect. page this evening. So friend Perfect. of the podcast, Matt Taylor, is going to be at CK Expo. So April 29th, if you're in the area, it's a great, great con run by my good friend, Rob Bellamy, who we've had on the podcast to talk about that. Um, and then there are some rumblings about a Windsor con coming around April 1st ish. So, uh, that's still very much in the work. So just keep an eye out for that. But yeah, lots and lots of exciting stuff coming up guys. It's that season now, right? Mm. So possibly, possibly a May the 4th thing happening here in London. Uh, crazy Mike cosplay and I are starting to try to kind of put something together right now. So again, if you're in the area, keep that in mind as well. Get your Star Wars. Yeah, on we'll us, be announcing that as soon as we have some details. We are meeting with uh, them tomorrow to see if we can secure a venue and and. and well, you guys are nice meeting with event. Them. Yes, yes. My crazy Mike and myself here yes, in London. We're we won't be there. Yeah. No, no, no. You'll be there in spirit. That's that's all. Well, good. you know. Yeah, you'll be so drinking beer, so yeah, you know, exactly. We'll we'll, we'll be there a few to you. Yeah, we'll FaceTime you, you in and we'll just we'll drink together. Oh, there you go. That works. Yeah, yeah. That works. That works. Yeah, guys. I mean, if you're going to be going mm. to CK Expo, go say hi to Matt. You know, absolutely. Uh let him know you saw guy. him here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, amazing guy. Yeah. Uh so down to earth, so cool to chat with. I mean, yeah, go go make sure you go say hi. Ridiculously good looking. Yeah, right. he'll appreciate it. He yeah, will yeah. really appreciate it. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think we, like you said earlier, we already talked about Toronto Comic Con. Uh, you can find me personally at JS Belanger 1701 on the Instagram <laughs> at Geeks and Co. Everywhere. I think that's going to be it for this week, guys. Uh, any final words? I have something. Yeah, go ahead. So, see, this time we're talking about cosplay on a budget. Um, have you guys ever heard of the cosplay magazine? That's like that kid works on too. No, I didn't know so, kid had a magazine. So it's called Cosplay Double Double. And the reason okay. I'm bringing this up is all of our conversation and stuff like that. There's actually an article in here about cosplay on a budget that I did. Nice. Ah, very cool. <laughs> well, let everybody know where they can get the magazine from. They can look it up on Instagram um, as Cosplay Double Double Magazine. And mm -hmm. it is a Canadian run magazine and submissions are always open so you just have to follow their page you can submit to be in the issues um and kid actually prints all of them as well oh sweet cool. very yeah. cool actually guys, friend of the podcast yeah which we have to have on as well by the way we have to have on as well maybe yeah. just a little quick pitch as well for can cosplay cards guys yeah so, uh, i mean they're worth it too yeah they're in the magazine <laughs> there right is. there there's kid right there uh in a picture from fan expo actually funny enough <laughs> just posted a bunch of those pictures on the Geeks and Co page today. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Well, listen, that'll be it for today. Thanks for watching, everybody. Make sure you stay geeky. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Geek Geek Podcast. Like always, if you prefer to listen to us, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Now, make sure you don't forget to click that like and subscribe button as well as the notification bell to make sure you never miss anything.